please be aware that the comments, views, opinions shared on this podcast are not meant to diagnose a medical problem and or legal problem. If you do have a medical problem or legal problem, kindly contact a professional. Welcome to An Apple A Day, a podcast, a resource, a community. Share your experiences and learn from others as we overcome barriers and learn to live a happy, healthy life with a disability. Welcome to the community. Here's your host, Jimmy Apple. Welcome to another episode of An Apple A Day. I'm your host, Jimmy Apple. How you doing today, my friends? You doing good? You feeling strong? Feeling better than you did yesterday? You feeling better than you did last week? Good. I'm glad. I want to remind you, An Apple A Day is brought to you by www.famousapple.com. Famousapple.com is the home site for this podcast, so if you get a chance, go over there, check us out. Hey, I want to remind you, before we start, before you leave the podcast page today, do me a favor, leave us a rating, leave us a comment, let us know how we're doing with the podcast, let us know what you think. I'd really appreciate it. And if you'd like to get a hold of us, you can do so by writing me at jimmy at famousapple.com, where you can write admin, A-D-M-I-N, at famousapple.com. I'd really appreciate your feedback. Just let us know how we're doing here. And if you have anything you want to ask, anything you want to say, any comments you want to give us, good, bad, or indifferent, we take them all. <laughs> I've read you some of the crazy ones we've gotten. So contact us. Let us know how you think it's going. Okay, let's just jump right into this. I have a reminder here from Social Security for you, and I'm not going to read the whole message this week because it kind of gets repetitive week after week, but I'm going to give you what the message is. And what it has to do is with the warm weather coming in now, people sometimes look for new places to live or they, you know, buy a house or whatever. They want to remind you to keep your address up to date with Social Security, especially when you're receiving benefits, whether you receive them direct deposit or you receive them in the mail, which is archaic if you do receive them in the mail. Even though you're receiving your benefits direct deposit, you still have to have your address up to date so that messages can be sent to you. And the easiest way to do that is through your My Social Security account. And you can do that by registering online. All you have to do is go to ssa.gov, okay, and open up a My Social Security account. It's one, two, three. Easy to do. And you'll get all your messages right through there. You can update your files. You can get your benefit reports. Anything you need from Social Security, you can get through your My Social Security account. So remember, keep your address up to date, keep your phone number up to date, and open up your My Social Security account. That'll be a big help, and it'll keep things on track for you so that you won't have any kind of interference or anything with your benefits, okay? It's just a good thing to remember. Okay, let's move on here. Keeping up with the good weather theme here. Yeah, the good weather's coming in. And we as disabled people, 
you know it. You know it yourself. We make a a habit sometimes of with the bad weather, and I won't say even that, that it's a habit. A lot of times it's a necessity. We stay indoors because maybe we're not that steady on our feet or whatever, but we can't navigate the snow and the ice and the bad weather all that well. So we spend a, a lot of time, if not most of the time, indoors during the winter months, right? I know that for me, that's that's a norm. I spend the entire winter in the house. The only time I ever get a chance to go out is when I'm going to a doctor or if we have one of those freak days where the snow is melting and I take a ride with my wife to the store or something like that. But for the most part, we, we stay home. And now the nice weather's here and our families are going to want to go out. And you have to break out of that comfort place of staying home. And you have to go out. You have to let yourself go out. And that's the problem with a lot of us. A lot of us feel safe in the house. We feel safe behind closed doors. And you have to be able to feel safe going out. You're disabled. You're not dead. I've said that a million times on the podcast. And I know so many people that would rather stay in the house 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, than to go out. And if they go out, then they become miserable, which I don't understand. It's like they feel like that they shouldn't be out. And for some people, if they feel like if they go out, they're showing the world that they're not disabled somehow, or they feel guilty about claiming to be disabled if they're going out. You know, one thing you have to remember You're not a prisoner in your house. You became disabled because something happened to you. You know, you fell, you got hurt, you got hit by a car, you became sick and it affected you in a certain way. Doesn't mean you're dead. It means that you're disabled. You can't do what you normally would do or normally did. It doesn't mean, though, that you're dead. You can still move around. You can still go out. And the one thing I do want to stress on you Because you're disabled doesn't mean that you have to be unhappy, that you can't enjoy life, all right? And I think that's that's something that some people believe. Some people actually believe because they're disabled, they can't enjoy life. And then on the flip side of that, there's some people around us that believe because we're disabled, we shouldn't enjoy life. Nothing can be further from the truth. We have every right to go out and enjoy life. There should be nothing, nothing that stops you. All right, there's things that we have that'll slow us down. And once again, I'll use myself as an example. I'm in a wheelchair. So the wheelchair is going to slow me down, but it's not going to stop me. I'm not going to allow it to stop me. And there's there's people that might try to stop you but I'm not going to allow them to stop me either. The unfortunate thing is there are places that I can't go because they're not wheelchair accessible. And that sucks. It does. But you know what? I make other arrangements and I go somewhere else. And you have to make do with what you dealt with. That's all. But don't feel like you're a prisoner in the house. Don't feel like you have to stay in the house and don't make Staying in the house, your safe spot. Don't worry about if people look at you. They're looking at you because they envy you. They're looking at you because you're beautiful. Yeah, don't feel funny. I used to be like that, and I'm going to be honest with you. In the beginning, when I was first in the wheelchair, boy, I did not want to leave my house. I didn't want to go anywhere. I didn't want to see anybody. I just wanted to be around my family. I felt safe there. 
that wasn't the norm for me because before I got hurt, I took risks. But all of a sudden I got hurt and I was scared. And it dawned on me one day, why am I scared? What have I got to lose? You know, I've already lost my leg. I've got these other problems. What have I got to lose? And why am I why am I making my life miserable? Let me go out there and enjoy what I can. And you have to think the same way. I used to worry people are going to stare at me and laugh. You know what? Screw them. You want to stare at me and laugh? Go ahead. Have a good laugh. I have a good laugh too. I look at you and I laugh. Not you personally, but I look at the, the people that are, that are able-bodied and I'll laugh at them. Do you know, I actually went to... Playland. All right, so I'm in a wheelchair. I didn't go on the rides, but I had a hell of a good time last year. I was with my nephew, my wife, my sister-in-law, my brother-in-law. I had a great time. I enjoyed myself immensely. Of course, yeah, you get those looks. Here I am in a wheelchair. I'm zipping around. I have my power wheelchair. (laughs) But for the most part, people could care less that I was there. I had a couple of people look at me. I had a couple of people come up and talk to me like I was slow. Like, hi, how are you? And you got to answer them back, go, I am fine. How are you? (laughs) You just make a joke out of it. But for the most part, they don't even see you there. They're there for for whatever reason they went. They went there to have fun. Now, you're probably saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so easy to say, yeah, just go out and do it. Well, you know what? It's not. And I know that. I know that from experience. But I also know you can do it. And there isn't a disabled person on this earth that can't. And you're going to say, well, how do you do it then? One easy step. It's one easy step. You have to accept you. You have to accept the position that you're in. Once you accept yourself, once you accept the position that you're in, once you accept your disability, others around you will accept it and they won't even look at it. Once you accept it as this is my new normal, other people are going to accept it as the normal also. Now, I'm not saying give up on your trying to get better or anything like that. No. But if you're going to hide and say, I don't want people to see me like this because I have one leg. You know what? You're not going to grow another leg. You're not going to grow another arm. You may get a prosthetic, but you're not going to grow a new one. So you're always going to have one leg or one arm, or you're always going to have a limp, or you're always going to be blind in one eye, or you're always going to have a heart condition. It's Stuff like this doesn't grow back, I'm sorry to say. So you have to accept your disability. And once you accept the fact that you're disabled, others will accept it too. And then know your limitations. Know your limitations and face them. Face your limitations. If you know you can't go on rides at an amusement park, you can't. So you go and you play the games if you're there with your family. Or you watch. I enjoy watching other people have fun. It's nice just to get the hell out of the house. And you'll see once you get out of the house how much better you'll feel. Some people say, well, I've gained so much weight. Well, there's there's a problem. There's something you can fix. Go on a diet. If you've gained so much weight from sitting in the house, go on a diet. You can fix that. Or just go on. You're you. Accept you for you. And once you accept yourself, other people are going to accept you. It's like that saying, you can't expect other people to love you unless you love yourself. So the moment you accept yourself, other people will accept you as well. For those few that'll look at you and maybe snicker or look at you with some kind of disdain, that's their problem. That's not yours. If I make you uncomfortable by me being here, then I don't think you should be here. (laughs) That's the way I look at it. So don't hide yourself. 
don't stay in the house. If your doctor has given you the okay to go out and you know what your limitations are, if you have to go out and you have to use crutches to go out or a cane or a walker or a wheelchair, whatever you have to use to go out and enjoy yourself and live your life, do it. By all means, do it. Don't bury yourself in your own house. Don't bury yourself within yourself. Something else is that you have to be confident. You have to be confident in you, and you have to show confidence. And there is no reason on God's green earth that you have to explain yourself to anybody. Someone comes up to you and says, why are you in a wheelchair? It's none of their business. If you feel that you want to tell them, then by all means, go ahead. But I don't think a stranger has a right to ask you. As a matter of fact, I don't think anybody has a right to ask you, why are you, why are you in a wheelchair? Why are you missing an arm? What happened that you're blind? Why is the person with you Down syndrome? It's none of anybody's business. Would you walk up to somebody and say, uh, what do you do for a living that you don't know? It's none of your business. Or better yet, the people that come up to you and say, oh, yeah, you're in a wheelchair. You're collecting Social Security? I had that happen to me. At first, I'm taken back, you know. <laughs> Who are you to ask me? It's none of your business. But then you look at the person, you go, hey, you, 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 you know, you dress pretty shitty there. What's the matter, you unemployed? What I'm trying to say is, you be confident in who you are and what you are. It's nobody's business. And once you show that you don't care what other people think, they're going to just look at you as somebody else passing along on the street there. They're not going to pay attention to you're in a wheelchair or you've got a crutches or you've got a cane or you got a walker. They're not going to care. You're just somebody else passing along. It's when you draw attention to yourself. That's when people become inquisitive. That's when they look at you. When you draw attention to yourself. So accept yourself and other people are going to accept you. Okay? Go out. Have a good time. Enjoy yourself. Let's move on here. Did you ever see the movie The Bucket List? If you didn't, look it up. Watch it. It's a great movie. What am I asking about that for, right? Let me ask you something. Do you have a bucket list? Everybody should have a bucket list. And that doesn't mean that you're dying. It's not just for old people. Everyone should have a bucket list. Everyone should have a dream or dreams of what they want to do, what they want to accomplish in life. And yes, even though you're disabled, you should have dreams of what you want to do. And it doesn't all have to be about disability. I mean, you can have dreams. You want to go to Hawaii. You want to go to Hawaii before you die. That's on your bucket list. Maybe you want to, I don't know, go for a cruise around the world. That's on your bucket list. Everybody should have a bucket list. Without a bucket list, you have no dreams. And I, I really mean it. You should write these things down and aim to do them. Aim to do them. Things that you really, really, really want to do. I've always had a bucket list. I didn't know it until I seen the movie. But, <laughs> but I've always had a bucket list. And then I read an article about it. And they said it's good to write it, write these things down so you don't forget them. And you keep them somewhere where you can see them regularly. Maybe put them on your refrigerator. And it doesn't have to be these outlandish things like a cruiser in the world. It could be uh, anything. It could be if you're a disabled person, you want to... You want to drive your car. 
you want to drive, hey, why not? It may not seem like a big thing to anybody else, but to you, it's something. So that's on your bucket list. You can do that. Your bucket list is your personal list of things that you want to do. Me, I have a whole list. I have a whole list of things I want to do before I go. Something I've never done in my life, I never rode a jet ski. I would kill to ride a jet ski. I would love to ride a jet ski. You know what? Before I die, I'm going to ride a jet ski. It may kill me, but I'm going to ride a jet ski. That's just something I want to do. The other thing I want to do is I want to go camping. I want to go camping in an RV. Now, people say, you're in a wheelchair. How are you going to get in an RV? There's no room in an RV. I don't know, but that's something I want to do. I don't want to go camping in an RV. I want to travel. These are things on my bucket list. And you should have a bucket list for yourself. Things that you want to do. And like I said, write them down. They're not foolish if you really want to do them. And if you really, truly want to do them, you'll find a way somehow, some way to do them. And don't let anyone tell you that it's foolish. And if nothing else, if you don't accomplish it physically, you have your dreams, you have your thoughts. I look at going camping on the computer all the time. I watch a TV show on Wednesday nights called Going RV, and I imagine it. I may never do it. I really may never do it. But in my head, I can imagine it. And that, But it's on my bucket list. I'd like to try it. And if I ever get the chance, I'm going to try it. Same thing, too. I love that show Tiny House. And I look at that, and I think to myself, I'd love to build a tiny house. I don't know if I want to live in it, but I'd love to build one. Have dreams. That's the idea of the bucket list. Have dreams. Don't stop dreaming. Don't stop planning. Because the minute you stop dreaming, the minute you stop planning for the future, is the minute you ought to just lie down and die. Look to the future and try your best to accomplish those dreams. And if you don't, well, you know what? At least you tried. At least you thought about it. It's important to have dreams. And dreams that are realistic. I mean, (laughs) I'd love to say I'd love to go to the moon, but I know that's never going to happen. I have a better chance of going off in an RV and going camping and seeing the world. But you have to have dreams and you have to try to fulfill those dreams. And if nothing else, you know what? It's like anything. The trip somewhere is sometimes the best part of the whole vacation. So the trip to fulfill those dreams might be the best part of the whole dream. So plan it. Figure it out. Figure where you want to go. Figure what you want to do. You have a computer sitting in front of you. Look it up. Find out everything you can find out about it. But have a bucket list and have a plan and have a dream. Don't just give up everything. Don't just survive. Don't just be there. Have plans for the future. Have dreams to think about. All right, we're going to take a bit of a break here. And we'll be back in 30 seconds. A mere shake of a lamb's tail. An Apple a Day is brought to you by www.famousapple.com. Famousapple.com is the home site for this podcast. And there you're going to find connections to our Facebook page, our Twitter page. You're going to find connections to our private chat board, our private chat rooms. You're also going to find that we're sponsored now by As Seen on TV, and there's a lot of products displayed on the page for you to check out. So you get a minute, go over there, check out www.famousapple.com. Tell your friends about us, but don't go until we finish the conversation. Let's get back to it. And we're back. Not too bad, huh? Me a shake of a lamb's tail. Me a bag of shells. 30 seconds. 30 big ones. (laughs) 
Well, this is the part of the podcast where I get to go a little bit crazy. Now, everybody that knows me knows that I don't think of addiction as a disease or a disability. I think of it as a self-inflicted bad habit. I think of it as antisocial behavior. I think of it as anything else other than a disease or a disability. But I heard the best yesterday. On the 5 o'clock news here in New York, they say that they're going to fight the opioid addiction. They're going to try fighting opioid addiction with medical marijuana. Give me a break. You're going to fight opioid addiction with pot, a gateway drug. So what's going to happen then? So you're going to get them off opioids because now you're going to get them stoned on pot. All right. Now they're stoned on pot. What are you going to wean them off with? Crack? I personally am sick and tired of these junkies and drunks and drug addicts being babied, okay? You want to fix this problem? Here you go. This is my thought. You can tell me what you think about it or give me, send me your thoughts on it. But what I would do, I'd lock them up. I'd lock them up. I'd make them go cold turkey in jail for as long as it takes. They can go cold turkey, kick the habit. When they're done release them. But now they're responsible for their time, money-wise, in jail. It's enough. Society shouldn't have to pay to baby these people, to give them something to wean them off the drugs that they started themselves, okay? Nobody forced them to take these drugs. They took these drugs. All these ads, all these warnings that are out there, don't take opioids. They're taking them. Don't shoot heroin. It's bad for you. They're doing it. Same thing with cigarettes. Same thing with alcohol. Look, lock them up. Make them quit. This way it helps them to quit. And if they don't want to quit, then let them sign like you you do with, with a person in the hospital against medical advice. And that's it. They're done. If they drop dead in the street, that's their own problem. But this nonsense of babying them and finding new ways to treat it for them and helping them along and paying them to live. Dad, dad, please. Please, this is why they're in the problem that they're in, because they've been babied right along. They want to escape reality. Enough. Enough using resources that could be used somewhere else. All this money that you're using to, oh, let's see how we can treat opioid addiction. Let's, Let's use that money to treat cancer, treat diabetes, treat kidney disease, treat heart disease, things that aren't self-inflicted. Things that people didn't go out on the street and buy and start getting a habit, getting the habit of buying it on a street corner somewhere. Enough of this nonsense. Let me know what you think. Okay, you can send your send your ideas to Jimmy at famousapple.com or admin at famousapple.com. Hey, thanks a lot for stopping by this week. I really appreciate it. And remember this: things can always be worse. No matter what, there's somebody out there right now striving to be where you're at. So have a great weekend, okay? I'll talk to you next week, and you've been listening to an Apple a day. My name is Jimmy Apple. Take care, my friends. Thanks for listening to an Apple a day with Jimmy Apple, your gateway to a happy, healthy life. Join our community at www.famousapple.com. See you next time.